Happy third week of Advent. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 32. The one whose wrongdoing is forgiven, whose sin is covered over, is truly happy. The one the Lord doesn't consider guilty, in whose spirit there is no dishonesty, that one is truly happy. When I keep quiet, my bones wore out. I was groaning all day long, every day, every night, because your hand was heavy upon me, my energy was sapped as if in a summer drought. So I admitted my sin to you. I didn't conceal my guilt. I'll confess my sins to the Lord, is what I said. Then you removed the guilt of my sin. That's why all the faithful should pray to you during troubled times, so that a great flood of water won't reach them. You are my secret hideout. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of rescue. I will instruct you and teach you about the direction you should go. I'll advise you and keep an eye on you. Don't be like some senseless horse or mule whose movement must be controlled with a bit and a bridle. Don't be anything like that. The pain of the wicked is severe, but faithful love surrounds the one who trusts the Lord. You who are righteous, rejoice in the Lord and be glad. All you whose hearts are right, sing out in joy. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Judges, chapter 13, verses 1 through 25. The Israelites again did things that the Lord saw as evil, and he handed them over to the Philistines for forty years. Now there was a certain man from Zorah, from the Danite clan, whose name was Manoah. His wife was unable to become pregnant and had not given birth to any children. The Lord's messenger appeared to the woman and said to her, Even though you've been unable to become pregnant and haven't given birth, you are now pregnant and will give birth to a son. Now be careful not to drink wine or brandy or to eat anything that is ritually unclean. Because you are pregnant and will give birth to a son, don't allow a razor to shave his head, because the boy is going to be a Nazarite for God from birth. He'll be the one who begins Israel's rescue from the power of the Philistines. Then the woman went and told her husband, A man of God came to me, and he looked like God's messenger, very scary. I didn't ask him where he was from, and he didn't tell me his name. He said to me, You are pregnant and will give birth to a son, so don't drink wine or brandy or eat anything that is ritually unclean, because the boy is going to be a Nazarite for God from birth until the day he dies. Manoah asked the Lord, Please, my Lord, he said, let the man of God whom you sent come back to us once more so he can teach us how we should treat the boy who is to be born. God listened to Manoah, and God's messenger came once more to the woman. She was sitting in the field, but her husband Manoah wasn't with her. So the woman hurriedly ran and informed her husband. She said to him, The man who came to me the other day has just appeared to me. Manoah got up and followed his wife. He came to the man and said to him, Are you the man who spoke to this woman? I am, he replied. Manoah said, Now, when your words come true, what should be the rules for the boy and how he should act? The Lord's messenger answered Manoah, The woman should be careful to do everything that I told her. She must not consume anything that comes from the grapevine, drink wine or brandy, or eat anything that is ritually unclean. She must be careful to do everything I have commanded her. Manoah said to the Lord's messenger, Please, let us persuade you to stay so we can prepare a young goat for you. But the Lord's messenger replied to Manoah, If you persuaded me to stay, I wouldn't eat your food. If you prepare an entirely burned offering, offer it to the Lord. 
Indeed, Manoah didn't know that he was the Lord's messenger. Manoah said to the Lord's messenger, What's your name? So that we may honor you when your words come true. The Lord's messenger responded to him, Why do you ask my name? You couldn't understand it. So Manoah took a young goat and grain offering and offered them on a rock to the Lord. While Manoah and his wife were looking, an amazing thing happened. As the flame from the altar went up toward the sky, the Lord's messenger went up in the altar's flame. When Manoah and his wife saw this, they fell face down on the ground. The Lord's messenger didn't reappear to Manoah or his wife. And Manoah then realized that it had been the Lord's messenger. Manoah said to his wife, We are certainly going to die because we've seen God. But his wife replied to him, If the Lord wanted to kill us, he wouldn't have accepted the entirely burned offering and grain offering from our hands. He wouldn't have shown us all these things or told us, told us all of this now. The woman gave birth to a son and named him Samson. The boy grew up and the Lord blessed him. The Lord's spirit began to move him when he was in Mahanadan between Zorah and Eshtoal. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 17-22. through 22. These false teachers are springs without water, mists driven by the wind. The underworld has been reserved for them. With empty, self-important speech, they use sinful cravings and unrestrained immorality to ensnare people who have only just escaped life with those who have wandered from the truth. These false teachers promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of immorality. Whatever overpowers you, enslaves you. If people escape the moral filth of this world through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, then get tangled up in it again and are overcome by it, they are worse off than they were before. It would be better for them never to have known the way of righteousness then, having come to it now, to turn back from the holy commandment entrusted to them. They demonstrate the truth of the proverb, a dog returns to its own vomit and a washed sow wallows in the mud. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 2 through 15. Now when John heard in prison about the things the Christ was doing, he sent word by his disciples to Jesus, asking, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus responded, Go report to John what you hear and see, those who were blind are able to see. Those who were crippled are walking. People with skin diseases are cleansed. Those who were deaf now hear. Those who were dead are raised up. The poor have good news proclaimed to them. Happy are those who don't stumble and fall because of me. When John's disciples had gone, Jesus spoke to the crowds about John. What did you go out in the wilderness to see? A stalk blowing in the wind? What did you go out to see, a man dressed up in refined clothes? Look, those who wear refined clothes are in royal palaces. What did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you in more than a prophet. He is the one of whom it is written, Look, I'm sending my messenger before you who will prepare your way before you. I assure you that no one who has ever been born is greater than John the Baptist, yet whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven is violently attacked, as violently as violent people seize it. All the prophets in the law prophesied until John came. If you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah, who is to come. Let the person who has ears hear.
The Apostles' Creed is a statement of Christian faith that has been handed down in Western Christianity for well over 1,500 years. While shorter than the Nicene Creed, it beautifully summarizes the core tenets of Christianity about the triune God and the people of God called the Church. It faithfully hands down through the ages the beliefs given to the Church by the first Apostles of Jesus Christ, generation to generation. Now, let's recite that faith handed down so beautifully together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. 
And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 51. Deliver me from violence, God, God of my salvation, so that my tongue can sing of your righteousness. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you back here on Monday. Or if you'd like to join us this weekend, there's an opportunity to worship together online this Sunday, and there's information about that in the description of this episode. Whenever we see you next, we'll see you. Have a wonderful weekend. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Create in Me a Clean Heart, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels. <laughs>